Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and another special guest episode. We have the director himself, uh, Raf of uh, Star Wars Bright Star. And we're going to be chatting to him about uh, the awesome Star Wars fan film uh, that you can watch right now on YouTube. And I'm going to have a link uh, to it in the description below for anyone tuning in on YouTube as well as Spotify or Apple or wherever you're finding this podcast. Uh, so welcome back. Uh, as usual, we got our co-host Blake in the escape pod with us today as well. Let's get into it. Another happy landing. Well, welcome back, Blake. Hello there. Good to be back as always. Good to have you back as usual. And uh, we have a very special guest this evening. Uh, very exciting. Yes. Welcome, uh, uh, Raf of Archangel Epics. How are you doing, guys? Doing good, thank you. Yeah. yeah doing well. I, How are you tonight? Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, thank you for the invite. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I mean, uh, you know, we love doing these chats. And we were literally just chatting in our last podcast episode that we dropped for Star Wars Podcast Day. We were just saying how, how, uh, how special it is that we get to chat with all these awesome people that just yeah. love Star so much best part of running a podcast is you get to invite people from across the fan base to come just chat yeah. about what they love yeah it, it's a good excuse for doing so right like yeah so thank you for being yeah. here it's a fun yeah, no, geeking out on Wars sometimes is rare so it's a it's a pleasure for me thank you yeah i gotta ask um it's not on my list of questions you know that i've that i typed up about the short film but where does the name archangel epics come from i guess is that your your own sort of film uh company or or how did that sort of come about yeah that's yeah. A, that's, that's the name of my pro, it's the name of my production company it's uh, basically it's, it's not that clever my name is Raphael, so it's one of the archangels <laughs> archangel oh, nice. epics and archangel entertainment was taken productions was taken so archangel epics i oh. think it was the uh awesome. I, I landed on smart name yeah sounds cool so it works for me yeah. <laughs> so uh tell, tell us a bit about yourself rav how, how did you become a star wars fan uh well basically uh, uh as uh, all kids from the 80s from like uh new hope appearing on tv every like few weeks and then you just watch that oh great that's awesome and then you that's great that's great and then after a while somebody tells you there's another one no there's not and then suddenly empire appears you go what so basically yeah the, the old the original trilogy uh, on uh, uh, on network TV, like on CBC, is mostly like where I discovered it in French, as you can tell from my accent. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, I don't think I ever watched the Star Wars movies in French. Is it just dubbed, or is it actually, or, or sorry, yeah, well, is it well, subbed or is it dubbed? No, they're they're dubbed. Oh, interesting. It, it, it's dubbed. It's it's all it's all all dubbed. And yeah, no, it's uh, uh yeah, in uh, yeah, we're not like I think Mexicans mostly do uh, subtitles, but like yeah, no, uh, French French culture, Francophone culture, like we dub everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. and it, wow. it's mostly the it's mostly the. For for longest while, it was uh, the uh, France the, the the French speakers from France would dub it. Mm -hmm. So in Quebec, which is a different accent, like it's like comparing American to with Scottish, like we said, we would hear the, the French language like from France. So it's it's kind of a disconnect. But like now we like Quebec has started to do its own kind of uh, like uh, dubbing. So it's like there's always like called, double. Right? Yeah, local. Yeah, but yeah, localizing. But they're not like you guys. I think you're from like Arcane Canadian, like English Canadians. You mm. you know like that. Uh, we're, we're doing kind of a international French. It's not Quebec French. You know what Quebec French is like. Yeah, they, yeah. like with the colorful language. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. basically, yeah, no, no. But but basically, I sw I switched over to like around like my eleven, twelve. I I learned. I, I really minded myself to learn English. 
English and then yeah, I started to relearn Star Wars uh, from an English perspective, which is awesome as well. Oh, that's pretty neat because you actually yeah. get to learn it from two completely different perspectives and give you a lot of insights. Yeah, no, that. it's like it's a, it's a, well, basically they, they, the, the French dubbers uh, in the seventies invented like a bunch of stuff. Like they, they didn't know what the, what the Kessel run was or like they, they would just change stuff. Like right. And solo is not and solo. It's yawn. He's yawn solo. Why change it? It's, it's, it's just like Vader, alternate it's reality Star, Star Wars. Star Vader. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like it's yeah no it's made the turtle run and, in uh, like and like chewbacca is like chico in the first film but he's <laughs> chewy in the second one it's like it's, it's nuts i think i heard about this before from a co-worker of mine he's also he's also a french guy and he was telling me his story of how he came to uh, uh watch harry potter mm-hmm. and with the first time that he saw the first two harry potter films he just really couldn't get into it and then he later watched the sort of original you know the the with daniel radcliffe's voice and everything like that and somehow it was just a different experience and then he was able to get into it but um, he was saying how the names were like completely different for some of the characters and I thought it was the most fascinating thing yeah who makes that call is it just it's, a- it's weird I hate I, I hate I like I hate when like uh, I read the books in English and I watched the movies in English so like but a lot of like people from my generation and younger read the books in French and then and then the names are like Hogwarts is like Udla or something like that like <laughs> yeah like, really there's a disconnect i'm like what, what are you talking about like slytherin is like uh serpentine or something like come on just just say slytherin come on <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. So yeah, but it's just me being just me being a snob. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you've piqued my interest, and I want to watch uh, the French, uh, yeah, uh, dubbed the, version, the French Star just, Wars. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, the uh, uh, Ansel's voice in the French dub is like pretty. He's like so sardonic and sarcastic. He, he's perfect. Oh man. Nice. Yeah. Well, at least they they found a good fit. Yeah, yeah that's very Harrison. Yeah. So that works well. Yeah. So so uh, so I guess are you you're in Canada now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm based in Montreal. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's um, that's why I figured. So uh, that that makes uh, that makes three of us then. Um, <laughs> so uh, sadly, your 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 producer, um, uh, your your buddy Brent couldn't couldn't make it on. So you know, shout out to him for almost being here. Uh, Would have been nice to have him on as well, but. Uh, we're glad that to have um, back. yeah yeah yeah. Really you. yeah well yeah for part two we'll uh, we'll get you both back on yeah <laughs> um, but Perfect. yeah for for, uh, for the audiences who have no idea what Bright Star is you know some some people might be tuning into this podcast episode and and they haven't seen the short film yet um, would you be able to just yeah, share who's that guy I don't know him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you, would you just be able to share a little bit to to those people who who may not have seen the short film yet just a summary as to sort of what it is and and when it takes place uh, okay but so basically it's uh, one of those pesky fan films no but like it's uh, it's a, a story that takes place at the dawn of the Republic and it's it's a fugitive uh, family that uh, that's hiding, and their past catches up to, the, to them. So it's basically just to keep it a little vague, but like it's uh, a yeah, it's it's I think it's an area of the the Star Wars canon that's not been explored that much. So we we try to make something really uh, flashy, but like out of canon. Mm. So just to just to get out of uh, any like to create our own little world in the Star Wars universe. So it's been it's been great for people who discover the movie they they, they kind of uh, feel it's an unexplored forest but yeah it's been it's been challenging to some to get some viewers fans of fan films without a a uh, legacy character right. like they don't see dark maul they don't see boba fett as a, who's that guy with the lightsaber eh. Eh, it's another thing in the woods. Interesting. So, yeah, is, no, it's is that, uh, basically. I guess that makes sense. So even within the world of fan fiction, people still want known characters, even though that would auto decanon it. Just because, yeah, in, in, in a sense. But what I've what I've discovered in fan films and stuff, uh, a a lot of people, the people like people who really watch fan films. A lot of them wants like the quick lightsaber fight, that the, the the thing that lasts five minutes. But we like, and just to give a little background, uh, my myself and my producer are film professionals we've been working for 20 years in movies like american shows like the x-men movies that shot in montreal and all that stuff and this is kind of our covid project nobody was working after the first and when the the, the first lockdown kind of ended we got everybody together and we says hey and then nobody's working let's make a star wars movie and then we have a bunch of like professional stunt people like uh, 
real like uh, stunt riggers that came to help us out. So it's kind of a, a different type of fan film. It's a little more, a little more Professional. professionally yeah. put together, I would say. And not to and not to take away from everybody's passionate and everybody wants me puts a lot of effort in their fan film, but like we we really wanted to make something great and uh, just show that we actually can do it in Montreal maybe mm-hmm. attract Disney say hey come come shoot here one of your series but basically yeah it's just we we made out to we went out to make a an actual story with a beginning and end like so it's kind of a, a slower burn at, at, at the top so what I've noticed from the comments from the movie is people who are genuine like old school original trilogy fans like really enjoying it more I think like they, than others like they, there's still some people who just love Star Wars or are loving it but like some people who are like kind of a are a little bit disappointed from the sequels. The prequels were not that bad as well. Like they go, oh my god! Like I'm kind of a. It has the flow and feel of an original trilogy story, which is kind of what we like went out went out to do. That's like the the goal we had in mind. I think we achieved it, like from the response we've been getting. But I'm just I, I'm, I'm not trying to pat myself on the on the back. But like yeah, it's but like it we, like we try to make uh, original story. It's like all the comments I saw. Yeah, the, the, the comments, oh, comments have been great. Can't there be more? <laughs> Where's the sequel? So I, I'd say yeah, no, but seems like you're, that, you're on the right that's track. That's it. But I, that's what I'm kind of as I'm going. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So basically, yeah, it's just like yeah, it took three years to make, so we'll, we'll take a little break and then we'll reconvene to see if we we'll make another one. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I know making films is a lot of work. So. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just to go back uh, to what you were saying before, there, Raph, Um, you know, you guys are sort of targeting a bit of a niche. Um, some with with you know t- the legends kind of continuity and uh, approaching sort of an unexplored area of the myth of mythology. That, that not a lot of content yet exists, which is pretty cool. Uh, there was a name drop in there, which I thought was interesting. Um, your sort of uh, villain behind the scenes, behind the curtain, so to speak, uh, is no- known as Lord Asher. Uh, I was just wondering if you could sort of touch up on a, a, a bit on that, because I looked it up on Wikipedia and, and he's a older public reference. And I was just wondering if that was intentional or if that was just a complete fluke. That's a complete fluke. <laughs> like, I, basically, I, I just, yeah, yeah, no, I, I just, we, I, uh, what's great about the crawl, the Star Wars crawl, is that you can do a lot of world building in a short amount of time and you can make it as big as you want. So we needed an emperor for that timeline, for that, that period of time. So they, so really, I, I mean, I invented like a, a prequel story to that, the prior story elements that I know he is and stuff and what the next adventure would be in my head if I ever get to do it. But but uh, he's just a big bad to to bring out for, for the next one. Like the Emperor was in New Hope, like you just hear him in passing that he uh, dissolved the Senate in New Hope. And then you get a little bit of, of him in Empire looking like a monkey if you're uh, if you're old school like me and not like the original <laughs> version of Empire. The, the granny palps. That's right. Monkey eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, no, in terms of uh, like, I, I, I wasn't trying to make it like in a legend canon or the like, the, I'm just, it can be in any timeline, like. It, it, it could work as canon to the current Disney era stuff. Like it, me, I just wanted to get out just and create a, a different vibe to it. Like almost like nice of the old Republic type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's maybe why it got so and much all, attention. Because people have been clamoring for something like in that era, which which uh, kind of went through, went to with your with your short video, is you get lots of Sith, lots of Jedi. People really want kind of that Kotor era. They want yeah. some sort of series, lots of, of lightsaber duels. Is, yeah, yeah, the yeah. They they're, they're like we 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 beat out Disney because I think they're developing a uh, a Dawn of the Jedi movie with James Mangle. But I don't think I don't know if that's going to happen after ND five. I'm just <laughs> not. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I mean, there's a lot of dis, sort of uh, these Star Wars films and shows that, that get announced and they get hype. And then yeah. and then all of yeah, a sudden, exactly. two years later, it's like they're in the grave again. And, and it's like, well, I don't, don't know what's going on. Like, what? It, 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 I, I hope that one day they just kind of realize, you know, we just want to hear about the movies they're actually going to commit to. Because <laughs> I don't I don't want to get yeah. excited about a title card anymore. And like, quite frankly, it doesn't really excite me. 
you know, as long as I know it's going to happen. Like, I was pretty bummed when uh, Rangers of the New Republic got canceled. I was pretty bummed when Rogue Squadron, mm-hmm. that Patty Jenkins movie, got canceled because that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah so much stuff, one. right? Like, yeah. and I mean, there's more, but, you know, it's just like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Games too, right? So. Yeah. yeah the, 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 the rotating you door. See a trailer. The, the carousel of directors <laughs> going in and out of, of you know, the same yeah, projects. Well, yeah. But it's probably politics behind the scenes that we don't know, like, forcing like shareholder things like we need to announce so the shareholders are happy and, and i don't know like i'm just yeah it's, uh, it's i'm not more complicated that, that, that but like but but sometimes it, it is that like you try to like you, you need to it's the marvel model trying to apply it to star wars i think star wars was a and i'm not against the content because a lot of people love like star wars content to be continuous but i'd loved it more when we have a movie every three years, I think you, you salivate mm-hmm. for it. Like, you, like, a James, like the James Bond franchise. The James Bond franchise, it goes away, and then you hear it's coming back, and then you're happy. And then you, I don't know. Yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> I, I'm just an old man uh, being angry at clouds. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, well you're not alone. At cloud. You're not alone. Uh, I got to ask what, what, what inspired a story like this? Um, you know, it's very, uh, you mentioned earlier, it is very kind of, um, a new hope ish, you know, with the whole like homestead experience, you know, the kid, the, the, uh, you know, the couple, and then, uh, you know, uh, everything hits the fan, so to speak. And, and the enemies come in and, and there's, uh, um, there's sort of a, a new hope kind of vibe at the end of it. And, um, I just wanted to know, like, other than, you know, other than a new hope, which is most likely a huge inspiration for you, like, is there any other kind of storytelling or any experiences that sort of inspired uh, this particular story? Well, of course, Caravan of, Caravan of Courage. Any walk adventure. <laughs> Caravan of Courage. That's a favorite here on the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't watched that. That I haven't watched that in forever. Uh, but uh, no, like, but, but no. Basically, it was uh, what inspired it was uh, basically in, on. We made another uh, like uh, what's like what I call mega shorts. Me and my crew with the same lead actor a couple of years back. Kind of a riff on the Highlander, like working in the woods. But like, there's time, like there's different time periods and stuff. And I, I got the idea in the woods as I was walking. Oh, what if like it's a family hiding and stuff? Like it just germinated. And also uh, the fact that. We rarely seen in Star Wars, except Caravan of Courage, uh, a, fa- a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Really, right. that's true. Like a real family They're in Star Wars. It's always like outcast and orphans, and uh, like almost like uh, like uh, monks. Uh, how monks raise kids in in a Jedi Order or something. So, right. like a family dynamic, I, I think hasn't been seen as well. But also, there's a twist that the version on on uh, on YouTube is that doesn't show is like the festival version is the original version of the movie is because uh if you've noticed the costumes are a little more bit more like uh like uh basic i would say like they're more earthy mm-hmm. like uh almost medieval in 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 in, in, uh, in you let's say yeah. it's because the uh the the festival versions the intro with the with the sit and everything there's no lightsabers in that intro and there's no crawl and you think it's made to make you think you're in a medieval movie like a lord of the rings type of movie right and in the middle of the movie a lightsaber comes out for the reveal so audiences in a, for the reveal they go oh we're not in a Lord of the Rings fantasy setting we're actually in a Star Wars setting mm. so when you have a captive audience like uh, on the festival circuit you can surprise them like this but like as we as I learned on my last movie uh, if n- there's so much stuff on YouTube if you don't have a name or something on it it's it's difficult to get eyeballs so we right. and so for the YouTube version we just went full Star Wars let's do the crawl let's do the the uh, the ship let's do everything right off the top so basically there's two versions of this movie which i love both of them like the it's fun to it's fun to have like the the, the reaction as we as i saw in a, a couple of viewings at festivals but it's great it's great just uh, when people see the crawl as well and get into it like get the the old magic back i, I hope yeah that's good that's that's great i would never have thought that um yeah i i, I, ju- I mean we just watched the no, but, well, I, I, I got a, i got a lot of uh 
of the few comments, like the bad comments we got, like, it looks like Robin Hood. The costumes crap. <laughs> like, you don't know. Like, I'm trying to, I, I want to explain, but I don't want yeah. to explain. A, like, did open that can of worms with trolls? You know, yeah. I, I, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, you know, we, we we did an entire podcast episode um, not too long ago, maybe last. It was it was in December, I think. It was with Kirk, and it was about 2024 Star Wars. You know, the future of Star Wars. What does it look like? What is the whole kind of thing? Yeah, you yeah. Know, what's coming up? And there, we get one comment with some guy. You know, like because Disney owns Star Wars, Star Wars is dead. And then he like gives us the thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was yeah, like, I didn't even reply to it. all I could do is laugh like I just thought it was like the funniest thing and uh, but I totally get it you know there's just people out there that'll they, like they, they throw in their two cents and and sometimes it's a rotten coin <laughs> you know you go okay yeah with, and then you get and then then you get the ultra geeks which I love them but you go this is not canon like the bubbly bloom like, like dude it's a free Star Wars story that people put like the, there's nothing going on right now Ahsoka's done watch it have fun with it don't don't overanalyze it I'm like oh my god I'm guilty of that dude I'm guilty yeah. of doing that at, at some at so, sometimes it depends it depends if I'm uh I can be really nitpicky with certain things like, uh, like for example, I think I went on a huge tangent about the, the practical clone trooper costumes in Ahsoka. Right. And I was like, that's was, Disney though. That's not a fan film. Yeah. That's, that's the official stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I'm super guilty of doing, uh, doing that to like the official stuff. You know, I, I don't, I don't take it easy on Disney. <laughs> Look better in the not animated well. clone wars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so where was this, yeah. where was this filmed? Was this filmed, uh, I guess in your, your neck of the woods, literally. <laughs> yeah, about about uh, an hour and a half uh, from uh, Montreal. So basically up north, where like it's uh, it basically basically we had uh, our our main actor Jason Cavalier is uh, was an actor first, but for a long time became a stunt person. And uh, when I started making uh, my last film, getting it uh, getting it ready, he, he saw the script and wanted to play a lead role and wanted to get back into uh, acting. And so so we we got him aboard this one as well and he, he, he used to be a he's a martial artist and does uh, fight coordination as well uh, but he didn't want to do this one he wanted to concentrate on acting so he he, uh, he, uh, he recommended a, a friend of his uh, Kevin Kelsall who's a great fight coordinator and he read the script and he, and he went actually uh, guys if you're looking for, for for woods I got the like 100 acres behind my house so, so we just went up there and everything we shot everything five minutes away from his house like he and it looked like Andor so I get uh, I went oh okay well, yeah just let's let's just shoot it here he had a little lake. He had everything. He had that uh, that uh, that big uh, <clears throat> that big cliff at the end of the movie, right next door. So it was kind of a it was like perfect. So that helped us shoot this thing in four days. Like everything at the same place, everything close close together. So yeah. So yeah, it's just the woods an hour away from Montreal. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like it's everything cool. lined up perfectly. Yeah, it's meant to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it takes it takes a lot of people. Yeah, but to... I... Oh, go for it. Sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was not. Oh, I was just gonna say it, it, it like it takes a lot of people to make uh to make a short film you know like between cast and and uh crew and and then you know, everything everyone you need to do all of what you need to do after you film it which is all the post-production uh the score you know everything ADR, ADR yeah anything right and and um I just wanted to uh take a uh, you know give a moment to you know uh any notable acknowledgments perhaps you want to make you know just walk us through uh from the ground up going into post-production like like what are that look like you know you said it took three years and um you know i'm just curious how many people and it wasn't involved in uh and you know what did that look like uh well well the production per se went pretty fast because uh, uh like i said we shot we shot this in four days which if you see the amount of shots we did and the fights and stuff, it uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, but what I did that helped, I my, my COVID project, I did a, a uh, twenty minute previs that almost matches the movie. Really? Like with the, I, I, I bought I bought Star Wars action figures and I made a a, a made I made an animatic a, a cinematic that I had my main actors that are had already cast dubbed the lines and stuff, so everybody knew what we were doing, and I could do a story board per se and I gave that to the fight coordinator and stuff so basically I had 
beats. Okay, this beats. This beat is the six on one, and I want like a top shot. I want a side shot, and he just invented in that box what he needed. And <clears throat> after that, okay, we lose that guy. That guy explodes. Blah blah. And this is the duel. So we had all our beats figured out like months in advance. So once once we got on set, it just went fast, 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 fast. So on Saturday, and and also I had like a, a professional film film crew all, all working for me, like my my props, my props master uh, Sly was uh is is the props uh, the the onset props for transformers like the last transformers and my my grip my 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 grip guy's an old friend of mine that works on the series ghost and all, all that stuff like uh, my dp where it works on a, a a lot of french tv shows so i had a great 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 crew uh working for me that went so fast and i had a great cast that knew the lines and knew exactly which moment to hit because I've already blocked it on the previous. Mm. So everybody like knew everything they went great. And and when we got to post, it's uh it just took the time like to, to get the the well the edit took was fast because I just replaced the actual shots, the the onset shots with uh with the the animatics, like with the little action figure shots, I just replaced the close-ups with the and I almost reused the same sound effects. So it was really if anybody like started out wants to save time in post do a previs learn what what a previs is and uh, just like uh, prepare it and do storyboards and it'll help in the end but uh, no like uh, effects uh, we had a bunch of people helping us out for the uh, for the all the like the droid and stuff but basically I, I ended up because we had a, a deadline for, for a film festival doing 60 lightsaber shots in three days because we lost our lightsaber guy because we, we were premiering at Fantasia and we weren't done. So oh, <laughs> I had to learn to do lightsabers. <laughs> and I'm not a... I hope I'm you not doing those graphic. frame to frame. <laughs> yeah, that... All of them. All oh of them frame to frame. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, uh, Josh still has so, PTSD yeah. for all... videos. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I... No, but he, so you understand what it was. So, but I, I didn't sleep for three days. I would, uh, I would get my kids to to do to daycare, work all day, get them, get them. Uh, we would have dinner with my wife and stuff. They would go to bed. I would go. I would go back to work, and yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't sleep for like three, four days, oh, and man. until we got, we got, and I, it, it was nuts. But and also we premiered like last year at. Fantasia and the the effects were great for like a for a premiere like when you just watch it once right. but I knew it was going to go on YouTube and anybody picked so we redid all the blades all the effects my <clears throat> my colorist like did did some like f- some vibrating some flashing some uh, uh, like we did some flares and all that so to look to look as good as it as it is so I think it shows and it helps to making it like we wanted to to last we hopefully this is a movie people discover over time i I think it's a fan film that holds up people can rediscover it and i think people who watched it will probably watch it again like in a couple of while there that was a good star wars story maybe maybe i'll I'll watch it if they're done watching the original films hopefully yeah Yeah, that's that's cool wow but yeah what i want i really want to want somebody i really want to do a shout out to is uh, everybody was great was was, uh, did an amazing job but somebody that made it a star wars movie i think it's my composer and michael Bureau. I think I don't know what you guys thought of the mu- the, the music, but me for me, it, like I, not a lot of composers at that level of independent cinema can you can tell them we're making a Star Wars, make it sound like John Williams. Yes, a lot of people will balk at the thing. He said, "Oh yeah, great! I've I've always wanted to do it," and he just went nuts. Yeah, that's something. Um, that's something that I I noted down was was that the score was very in, like John Williams inspired. You know? Yeah, we weren't sure if if it was like composed specifically for the short or not. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic, and it, uh, it, was, it was. Yeah, it, that's crazy. Twenty minutes of like uh, almost universal music. Now it, it's I. I still like right now. I because I've watched the movie so much, like in editing it and doing stuff. I when I see the crawl, I hear his steam and not Will, John Williams, which is weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, funny, he, yeah. he did have. Yeah, when you when yeah. you when you watch when but you watch your own uh, edit and previs like that many times, you know to you know in the in the, oh, in yeah. the job of making it, then it just starts to sink in and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, so the, um, you mentioned, uh, you know, there, I mean, there's so many people to, to probably mention if something like that, but, um, I think one, one notable one that stuck out to me was, uh, the fantastic hero that you had, the stunt double who was most likely on fire for real. 
Um, <laughs> I got to ask about that. What's the story behind that? Well, that's a story of my uh, lovely uh, stunt coordinator, Patrick Curtin, who uh, he's uh, worked on my last movie, Past the Future Kings, with me, but I've known him for 20 years. He's actually, he, he, he was one of the stunt coordinator on the last Transformers movie, Midway, Moonfall, like the Roland Emmerich movies. He's like a, a pro among pro, but like that man is, uh, is lovely, but he's nuts as well. Like the last movie, he really wanted to do a fire burn but we couldn't do it so so on this one we we went oh we need like in the opening to have a kick so i could do a fire burn i'm like really i can do a fire burn and then my and uh, exactly and then my my fight coordinator my fight coordinator with who's also a stuntman as well he says okay and then i can be a, the other guy and i run into you and catch fire as well i'm like you got you 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 guys you crazy guys it's for, it's the first day you really want to yeah let's do it gonna be good. and he did it twice we have two takes of the thing wow it's That's like awesome. insane but I think it gives us it gives us production value that we that others don't have in their fan films totally, which is totally. I think there's not a lot of people wanting to get lit on fire yeah. so I agree with yeah, you there yeah <laughs> looks awesome though I can just, it's surprising you, you know, know, it's, if, you I, know if you know any stunt people they're all one that's a, a fire burn on their demo just find some stunt people for your things if you want a fire burn for your demo They'll do it. They just need to know how to do it. <laughs> I didn't know they're itching to do that. So cool. <laughs> when, when I'm uh, when I'm when I'm thinking about this, uh, you know, it really makes me laugh because all I can think of is Simon Pegg in the Uncar plot costume, you know, doing that Force Awakens promo material, yeah. and he's like sweating, and he's like he's like I'm sweating, I'm so hot, but I'm doing it for Star Wars, you know, and he's like so like committed because he's just sweating his butt off, right? And then there's like fire? meanwhile there's other people out there being like, oh, I'll light myself on fire for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, exactly. I'll set myself on fire just because I can. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, Simon Peck. Oh man, it's a good tip. Too good. Uh, the idea for a super lightsaber no, that wins every single lightsaber lock is pretty neat. It reminded me a little bit above uh, about like the Elder Wand from Harry Potter. You know, that it's just like okay, you win you're every duel. Pretty quick here. You got to explain this a little better about this this special lightsaber. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. So part of part of your plot, part of the story, there's there's a uh, like a, um, a a lightsaber which basically has this sun you, spear. The sun spear. Yeah, and and it's got the shimmering effect to it and everything and. The, the electrocution sort of element in there. And uh, it's like every Star Wars kid's backyard saber duel dream to just win every single lightsaber <laughs> right. lock, you know? Don't have to do anything. You just win. Yeah, you just win. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I, I had to ask about it because I, it was so uh, so original and, and uh, you know, so, um, I don't know, something so genuine at the heart of it. But what, in, what inspired the plot to have such a, uh, a weapon in there, such an element? Well... Well, it's like all uh, like all the uh, like the Lucas and uh, Spielberg movies of that time and stuff like in Star Wars. Like uh, you need a MacGuffin, like the thing everybody wants. So it was just like working, like working backtrack into what could it be and everybody wants. Why would they be chased to to, to get that? And uh, so basically, oh, uh, like a, a super lightsaber and has some special abilities and stuff. So that that was the genet genesis of, of what it is and then you have to figure out what it can do what it uh, what it does and stuff so I, I have a few ideas of other powers this thing has but right now like i just needed one show of power and it was like the fact that it can overload somebody else if you activate it like you did this is like this is a pure like there's so much energy into that crystal that you need like you need sometimes to release it or like you need to control it with the force but yeah one of its powers it's like it can take some of, some of it that contain power and just overload the crystal of another lightsaber basically that's the power we show in this but like in my head i have other powers like the, if we ever do a sequel or whatnot that it can be added mm, but yeah that's pretty cool very nice yeah and you had a great makeup but artist if he, if he, if he, oh no they, yeah thank you that even was great, but you guys want to know the like my kind of my origin of the sun spear and what it yes. is? The yes. next question is exactly that. I wrote that down. 
Okay. Okay. So basically, basically in my head, in my in my thing. So we all know, like, let's geek out. Like, kyber crystals are are what you are used as a uh, as like the, the the power source for a normal lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So in a previous adventure, uh, John Brightstar, our main character, was uh, was fighting people, fighting Sits, and in, in an adventure, his lightsaber gets destroyed and his uh, kyber crystal gets damaged. Doesn't work. He was carrying, uh, uh, in my head, like, I might change it down the line, but like a Voltec crystal, which is a cousin crystal of the kyber, more powerful but highly unstable, and nobody has been able to harness the the power of it, like the in a, in a contain or lightsaber or whatever weapon you might think of. In a jam, as like he's getting shot at and stuff, and, and he needs a lightsaber now, through like guided by the force and by like, he, he, he makes it work. He, he kind of, uh, where he rigs a lightsaber and like, because of the, he needs to, and the, fo- the force is guiding him, makes himself a lightsaber out of a Voltec crystal. And now he has the only working Voltec crystal lightsaber and it has different abilities. Like it has too much energy in it. So sometimes he has to calm it down. That's why like in the movie, he calms down the box. He needs to calm it with the force type of thing. But yeah, so basically he created something that's not re- uh, replicable and everybody wants it. Hmm, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. I love the, I love the fact that it just burns the guy's face off. And I was like, <laughs> man, <laughs> it, it was great, great makeup, uh, you know, doing, doing that, that guy's face and, and everything. So you had a t- really talented makeup artist, but um, but yeah, that oh was... yeah, no, he, he was great. He, 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 Vladimir comes from theater, and uh, he like I didn't know what the what the like the, the villain Valak. I didn't know what her final look was. Like he, he just says, uh, "I'll take her." I'll, uh, I just wanted a scar, just a little scar. He comes back like like she she was burned like with the uh, with the uh, force lightning, and she mm-hmm. she looks <laughs> scary as hell. So like he so yeah, no, he took that that uh, that sit. Uh, Jonathan Goulet is his name. Like he and he just. Took him for two hours and he came back like with his face like like uh, like Anakin after yeah. he got like thrown in the in the lava. So it was like, oh my god, okay, we have a movie, and I I, I just added a little smoke and fire in in post. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. It looked really good. I enjoyed that the whole sequence there. Yeah. So you got one green lightsaber in the mix. Uh, was that a personal choice or is that like a story driven choice that there's all these villains with red lightsabers and there's like one guy with the green lightsaber? Man, that green lightsaber as been bugging Star Wars fans for like two months now. <laughs> every, like every like few comments, we get. Why is there a guy with the green lightsaber? So here's like there's two. There's the story reason, and then there's the real reason. Story reason is a is uh, a newly turned Jedi to the dark side. So his lightsaber hasn't been bled yet or whatever. Like think Anakin in uh, yeah. in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Sith. Like yeah. his lightsaber, he fights Obi Wan with a blue, with his blue lightsaber and. and and also, so, and the real reason, well, the real reason that I came up with the story version is uh, I needed a bit of color to change the all the, the red ones. And also, I knew uh, the hero was going to steal, his, he's going to force pull his lightsaber. And I didn't want him to fight with a red one. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Looks better on the poster. <laughs> but, it, do, you yeah. guys, do you guys have a poster? But, yeah, but, but, but basically, uh, we have like 16, 16 posters. Like we had two different uh, YouTube covers and yeah oh, we have a bunch of stuff oh nice that's a lot of posters. we tried to, to, to make cool. a dent into yeah but we, we tried to uh we tried to make a, a, a an impact on the fandom like through discord through the, the facebook groups and, and stuff and but it's I, I i really found out there's a lot of gatekeeping in star in, in star wars uh fandom like from like uh youtubers and influencers you just want to show them like a star wars movie nobody's answering you no like you can't send messages i'm like okay that's it like groups don't accept you like uh, okay dang okay i'm like i'm not, I'm not trying to be well that's <laughs> yeah, like that, uh, i'm just want to share a movie that's not the case here you share anything that you want to all of all 16 posters <laughs> anything else in our general chat or wherever you want uh it's all good uh, I, would, I, would, I would love to see all that stuff. Yeah, I can't. That's that's. Oh, well, you did this go like and all the bright star like social Star Wars bright star Facebook stuff. Uh, all of them we've been posting for like uh, two three months now, and they're all there. Like he, if you guys uh, like him, you can uh, save them and print them out. But uh, yeah, oh, perfect. We made some cool posters and, and, and stuff, and uh, yeah, 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 great. Yeah, I'll I'll do just that. Yeah, 
Um, what, what's next for you guys? I mean, uh, you know, you're dropping hints of a sequel, but, um, you know, what, when's, uh, when's the rough, the rough plan to, to do that? Or if you have any other kind of, maybe a non-Star Wars project, yeah, maybe, a, up, maybe an Indiana Jones expanded universe short film or something like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> what's coming down the pipe. But, uh, well, all, all our, our, like our, our little through from, uh, from the last one, like they, they want to redo it again and, uh, get ready. It's just like, yeah, that now, like, like I said earlier, me and my producer were, our film professionals so but we had a uh, a six eight months strike happening last last year yeah. so basically we need to work so we're back to like uh like i'm an assistant director on this uh as a day job and my uh my my, my producer is a, is an armor on set so we, we just need to make a little bit of money and then we'll reconvene and we're, we have a bunch of a uh, bunch of like feature plans we're gonna try to get going but we're germinating ideas for for sequels yeah. to this story to this story but like we if we do one we'd really like to have a little bit of time pass so uh Lola Lola Russingal Arts who played Bailey the the girl uh can can get a little bit older so like she can play uh a hero mm-hmm. so we can f- figure out like then and find a, a cool interesting story we can do but the thing is I think I was I'm very like and, and it's rare that that uh directors say that uh, and I'm not trying to to to, to to say, say I'm full of myself but I think we made the best movie we could uh, with the means we had and I think the movie holds up and I'm very proud of it and happy with it so it would need to be the same I would say the, the same quality the same like it needs it, it needs to match or surpass Bright Star so so yeah so yeah so basically we're we're kind of uh, we're germinating ideas, and then we're working on features to to actually become oh, to, to 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 make a living as a producers and feature directors. Yeah, so that's fair. Well, yeah. I'm sure you'll get the quality just as high as this one was. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, with that level of passion, and yeah. you know, it's yeah, and just the fact they have all these professionals that are just such yeah. big Star Wars fans, they're able to all get together and collaborate. Yeah, it helps. It certainly helps. No doubt, yeah. in my mind, you're uh, able to pull it off. Oh, uh, yeah, but but uh, yeah, no. When I said we were making a Star Wars, like he all eyes lit up and said oh yeah let's do it and stuff and yeah the the the, the toughest part with the the stunt people and the the fight coordinator and that and my, my stunt people are like finding the level we what we wanted to do in terms of like they're so like of the fights what, what kind of fights are we making me i'm more i'm i know it's not a popular opinion but i'm i'm much more like the fights in uh in in like empire and and return of the jedi and to a certain point the sequels i like the i like some of the fights in the sequels because they're they're more uh they're more uh threatening like they're really trying to it, it like the the opponent compared to i think the I love as much as I, I respect people loving the prequels. The fights look like dances a lot of the time, mm. or they're too long. It's too, in my personal opinion, so like it was trying to find that right balance of uh, like more more like avid dynamic but also be dangerous like like they're they're really trying to to, to kill each other with laser swords right yeah they got they got some weight to them and and uh yeah Did, I, I gotta ask you then like um because uh the ahsoka show i don't i'm sure you have have you seen ahsoka yet the, the lightsaber duels in that show what did, what did you think of them uh the uh, i didn't i didn't hate him i, I like he I, I thought, I, my personal opinion of Ahsoka, it could have been a movie. It could have saved some time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think like, I, I kind of like the, the fight with uh, Bale and Skull uh, yeah. on the that's uh, cool. with Ahsoka. And then it's fine. Well, like I, I think, yeah, I, I think I think it was great. Uh, but yeah, it meets. From, but yes, yeah, like the Disney the, the Disney series. Like sometimes I, I think we I think Star Wars works as a as a uh, as a, as movies as features it's just my opinion i think like you can make something concise and really really uh suspenseful and magical in a, in a two-hour movie i think the exception to that i think is the first season of the mandalorian which was almost like uh, a western like an old western a 50s western like mm. like uh like a adventure of the week yeah. as you say i think yeah. that worked mm-hmm. great like this sometimes like some of these the disney shows sometimes i'm watching my watch or like uh, pressing pause and instead of getting gross in the store it's it's my personal opinion what was your what was your thoughts on andor that's what i was wondering about too because that one i think 
lean and, more to the the drama. Andor, Andor is. I have the same opinion on of Andor as Rogue One. It's one of the best and great art sci-fi series that's been made or movies, but it's not Star Wars. That's fair. It's like Star Wars in terms of tone, in terms of vibe. Yeah, yeah. I can, it's I not can shot like Star Wars. It's like yeah, I agree. Like yeah. it doesn't have that like, magic and hope, like because Star Wars at, at its core is more fantasy mm-hmm. in its in its execution than science fiction. It's science fiction because there's lasers and stuff and, and ships and but it, it feels more like an visceral emotional level, at least for me, as a fantasy movie. Yeah, hundred percent. And Andor doesn't feel at all. As like, but it's great. It feels sometimes it feels like Blade Runner, and and it's great, and it looks great, and the performances are awesome, and yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. It never felt to me like uh, like like Star Wars. Like in my thing, also like Rogue One, I think is a missed opportunity. Like Rogue One, you put the. Uh, I'm, I'm almost like 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 uh, I'm almost. I want to see the original version of uh, Jin Erso. Like from the the first trailer, she she seems like a little more spunky, like a little more at a more like it's a rebellion, isn't it? Like like she had something. I, I think they, they changed the character a little bit, but me, it's it's like it could have been. If you don't make him die at the end, then you can have Rogue Two, where they steal the uh, they help the Botans steal the plan for the second Death Star. Like make it a fun heist movie adventure. Like for me, the the, the Disney movies that had the m- most Star Wars feel to it was Solo. I don't know how you guys feel about Solo, but We're I kind of loved it. Here. Yeah, I, I yeah we've we've discussed solo quite a bit, and it, I think we all sort of share a similar thought. Where where at first we were like you know unsure about it, and then before we watched it. it and yeah. Before it came out, we were unsure about it, and then after about fifteen minutes watching the movie, you know it sort of set in. It's like oh this is good. Yeah, because like I feel like the biggest thing we're worried yeah. about is the recast. Mm-hmm. But Alden did such a good job that yeah, very quickly you're not worried about he, that, he, he did, and you just get into. He the did story. a great job, and he's a but I, they, the thing is they could have saved themselves a lot of trouble if they made a solo movie with with the character is 15 or something really mm-hmm. young like 20 years like 20 years yeah for uh, sure. removed from Harrison Ford like you do a Goonies type of thing with Han Solo that yeah. would have like totally worked would have taken the controversy the it's true like his first heist and but also like stealing extra rations yeah you could, you, you could. Yeah, but you, but you could you could have been the same exact same exact plot points almost, but you do it with sixteen years old, sixteen year old, and it, and it, it would have worked. It would have worked. But that's actually, yeah, that's because, my opinion. But like, yeah. but, but but the problem is, uh, Alden Ironreich, I think is his name. Like, Ironreich, he was like yeah. what twenty seven when he got cast in Solo. And Harrison Ford shot the thing at 34. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, too close. They're very close. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Though the character's age is like, supposed to be younger, right? And yeah, he's supposed to be 20s. playing a younger guy. Yeah. But but still, it's it's still like, yeah, you yeah, can but, tell but, that he's but older. Also, but you, but that, that's it. But like, but coming back to the vibe, like he, in your main question about Endor and stuff, like I think Solo captured the 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 vibe of, of Star Wars. is just It just looked brown. That's the problem of Solo. It's dark and brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's also worth noting noting that Ron Howard the director of that film was was the guy who George wanted to do episode 7 in the first place because there was an interview out there floating uh, around with um with uh with George or somebody else and they were talking about solo and well, they worked together on Willow. They, yeah, and yeah, Ron, Ron, and, and um, yeah, and there's fo- you know Ron and George go way back, and there's photos of Brace Dallas Howard as a young yeah, yeah. kid on the prequels, the onset of the prequels, and you know, so it's like it's it's a family thing, right? And and he's kind of the, he's just the guy to do it, and I feel like. If they chose him to that movie. helm episode seven, like I feel like episode seven would have been a completely different film and probably would have felt a little even more like traditional Star Wars in, right. in that sense as well. Yeah, me, I, 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 I gotta be honest. I felt the old magic watching episode seven. Neither did I. I, 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 I felt I, empty inside. I, I like. I, 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 I no, but I know, but I, I, I felt it. I, I like, I like episode seven until it gets to the third act, which is Star Wars. Like, right. uh, but I really loved the first two acts. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. Yeah. But yeah. But, uh, but I've, I've learned to be, I've learned to be like with Star Wars. For the longest time, I was an apologist for the prequels, and yeah, and I, I, I stopped. Like, yeah, no, I, I don't like them that much. And but I totally respect people who do. Star Wars is so vast. Fifty years of history now. You can everybody. 
you can can i'm not i'm not uh, that's why like i don't understand like trolls and like oh, this is all crap like if people like it it's like they, like you're that's old the, the movies you liked about sorrow the episode they're not they're not going away you can just rewatch them yeah yeah i mean people like what they like you know yeah enjoy the parts you like right you don't have to go and poo-poo with other people but, well pain. yeah it, it can't it's at, at this point like he it's like like the star wars has gone through so many variations and stuff like we have the original trilogy which is the the best thing that came out of compromises with other talented stuff he had the prequels where it's one man's vision for better or worse because he he didn't have any checks or balances to for for the story and then you have something that's going like it's more of a corporate product trying to recapture nostalgia that sometimes works sometimes doesn't like he but people like it like in a and there's people who love the clone wars and all the felony side of the universe which me i, I tried to get into but I'm, maybe i'm too old school and too old <laughs> to get into but the people who love it like the, the fact that people are are having such a great emotional reaction to the trailer for the bad batch season three like oh man that's great like there's really people who are really still into star wars well, i don't want to concern you but you're talking to the clone wars number one fan over here <laughs> yeah right, josh i i am a big clone uh, wars I, fan i I, I, to- I totally respect you guys and stuff i've tried to watch that first because i'm a completist in life oh that i can't that start first, something that, in the that middle first season i, I tried tough, to watch man. that that the theatrical I tried to watch that, 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 oh, that, that too. The, the theatrical movie yeah it's rough that's, no, that's that my is, that's the problem yeah it's that rough. is fair I, honestly i watched i didn't see it in theaters but i bought it on dvd when it first came out and it was so bad that i didn't mm. watch any clone wars until there was <laughs> season four or five i uh, and it's because i convinced it, you to it, watch it that's exactly yeah. what happened yeah so um usually when, so awful. when you watch it <laughs> it was hard to watch now, now you just now usually i skip it <laughs> you skip the first two seasons and the well, movie yeah, and like just go straight to but, yeah, three. basically, it's like The Office and Parks and Recs. You do, you just skip the first season and you just go to the, grind it out. But, but yeah, so you grind it out. Yeah, but that's it. Like I'm, I'm at the point in my life where oh no, there's too much stuff, too much content. <laughs> but again, that's it. So I, I've seen scenes, I've seen parts of episodes where, where that are actually oh that's that's actually pretty cool and, and stuff. So I, I totally respect people who are really totally in the Clone Wars. I, and I totally, I totally saw like there, a lot of you guys out there because just that fan film we did, uh, Revenge of the Sith, like the duel, like it just blew up and people were like, "Wow!" Yeah, it was like, a, okay, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, good for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cool. Uh, I'm, I I got to ask uh, before we, uh, cause you know, it's super late your time. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll wrap things up here, but, um, where can audiences find Archangel with, with the socials and, um, you know, future videos, like what are the handles and, and stuff that people can look for? It's basically Archangel epics, uh, either together or like just type, type it, type it in Google and we're everywhere. Like we, we did the TikTok, we did the, the, uh, the, uh, the YouTube, but like, I think you, YouTube is the the quickest way. There's uh, all the socials are there, and uh, yeah, it's a. Uh so all access point right there. Perfect. Well, uh, if you send all that stuff to me, I've got a few of them on my end, but if you want to just shoot me, um, uh, you know, just a giant list of where people can find Archangel Epics, uh, I will uh, put those all in the description below and uh, as well as a link to the video, of course. So uh, yeah, thank you um, so much, Raph, for, for for joining us. It was super awesome to get to know you and and chatting about uh, Bright Star. And uh, yeah, I know we, we both had a good time uh, uh, watching that. So uh, yeah, yeah, looking forward to the sequel. Bright yeah. stars. Yeah, bright stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bright stars. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, it's nice. It's really like you guys are kind of a bookended or like kind of a promotion of it. But like, it, so it's great to end on a high note. And the fact that like a lot, like a, a few fans really, really connected with it is really is really gratifying to us. Like the like real hardcore fans understood what we're trying to do. And uh, and just like connected to it, and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it was great, great experience, and it's fun. Like it's been embraced by part of the fandom, and it's uh, no, like uh, it gives us uh, gives us juice to like, uh, oh, let's jump in and jump back into that into that thing and make another story worthwhile to for people to see. Yeah, I'm awesome. Looking forward to that. Definitely uh, be counting the days till it's uploaded on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks so much, Raf. It's good having you. Hey, no problem, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Blake. Good as always. That was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, a lot of fun, as usual. All right, we'll catch you in the next one. 
We'll see you out there. Keep flying. All right. A big thank you to our special guest tonight, Raf from Archangel Epics and his producer who uh, unfortunately couldn't make it this time around, but uh, perhaps the next time. And uh, for those of you who are subscribed to Star Wars Escape Pod, be sure to like and leave us a good review. We absolutely love that. May the force be with you. We'll see you in the next episode.